Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. Hello to everybody listening live, our whole evil army of the night. Let's get to it. By now, you know the story and the story that followed the story. A 10-year-old girl in Ohio was raped and she was impregnated and she was forced to leave the state to terminate the pregnancy in Indiana. Now, the CDC estimates that there are 3 million women who are survivors of rape impregnation in this country. 3 million. And, of course, the Supreme Court just told those women they should be prepared to have the state force them to carry and bear the children of their attackers. The problem with this story was there was no problem with it. It was completely true, and it was very bad for the Republican narrative, so everyone had to doubt it. And everyone did. The right wing did not wait to get the facts. They began calling the entire story a hoax. The Wall Street Journal literally called it a fanciful tale. I'm going to quote the journal, which I don't do enough on this show. All kinds of fanciful tales travel far on social media these days, but you don't expect them to get a hearing at the White House. That's nonetheless what seems to have happened Friday as President Biden signed an executive order on abortion. Now, note, they didn't talk about what Biden did to help women. They just talked about how Biden said a 10-year-old girl he didn't identify by name was forced to travel from Ohio to Indiana to have an abortion because Ohio now prohibits abortion after a fetal heartbeat is discovered. The girl had been raped, he said, and Ohio law now includes no abortion exceptions in cases of rape or incest. Mr. Biden grew agitated as he spoke. 10 years old, raped, six weeks pregnant, already traumatized was forced to travel to another state. Imagine being that little girl. Imagine being that little girl. The journal continues. Imagine indeed. The tale is a potent post-row tale of woe for those who want to make abortion a voting issue this fall. One problem, there's no evidence the girl exists. PJ Media's Megan Fox was the first to point this out, and so far no one has been able to identify the girl or where she lives. The Wall Street Journal called it a fanciful tale. Then there's the Attorney General of Ohio, David Yost, who went all over the TV saying the whole story was completely made up. Now, I, I want to warn you, I try to avoid playing uh, any Fox News clips that feature Jesse Waters because Jesse Waters is as stupid as Tucker Carlson is evil. 
uh, which is which is considerable. Uh, Jesse Waters, of course, began as the clown prince of the Bill O'Reilly show. Uh, he was the funny guy at Fox News. They would send down to Chinatown where he would make offensive, vulgar Chinese voice impersonations. Look, all I'm saying is there's there's Hiroshima footage that is funnier than Jesse Waters. OK, you could recite every every monologue Jesse Waters ever did in TSA and never violate the no joke rules. You understand? He's not a funny guy, but but he had Dave Yost on his show. And I want to play this. This is the Ohio Attorney General explaining to Rupert Murdoch's little winged monkey that a 10-year-old child was not raped and impregnated. There's been no request for crime lab results. The I just said this clip over. Give a quick listen. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost. Let's turn to Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost. So, Dave, have you had anybody come to you in your state to say we're looking into this? A police report was filed? Not a whisper. And we work closely with the, we have a decentralized law enforcement system in Ohio. Um, but we have regular contact with prosecutors and local police and sheriffs. Not a whisper anywhere. Something maybe even more telling, Jesse, is my office runs the state crime lab. Any case like this, you're going to have a rape kit, you're going to have biological evidence, and you would be looking for DNA uh, analysis, which we do most of the DNA analysis in Ohio. There is no case request for analysis that looks anything like this. Yeah, if... It's, if it's a family member, then it's even an easier way to find the DNA right there. You just call the father, the uncle, the grandfather, anything, and you, and you, and you get the guy's DNA and you lock him up. It's also a crime to hide child rape. Isn't, isn't it against the law if you have a 10-year-old girl come in? Obviously, she's not of the age of consent. They have to report that to law enforcement, and if they don't, that abortion doctor or any doctor should be prosecuted in your state, correct? That's correct. Um, Now, the doctor in Indiana isn't in our jurisdiction, obviously. We don't know who the originating doctor in Ohio was, if they even exist. But the bottom line is, uh, it is a crime if you're a mandated reporter to fail to report. It's also the fact that in Ohio, uh, the rape of a 10-year-old means life in prison. I know our prosecutors and cops in this state. There's not one of them that wouldn't be turning over every rock in their jurisdiction if they had the slightest hint that this had occurred there. Attorney General Yost went on to say there is not a damn scintilla of evidence and shame on the Indianapolis paper that ran this thing on a single source who has an obvious axe to grind. Ohio's attorney general chose to go on national TV and so doubt about a 10 year old victim of rape. And this made the right wing media go nuts. And it turned out they were all lying. They had no idea what they were talking about. But it goes further. Um, Mike DeWine, according to the Ohio Capitol Journal, Governor DeWine, who we were all praising two years ago for being a Republican governor who believed in science during a plague. DeWine and his spokesman responded to the story by ignoring questions about whether children should be forced to have their rapist babies. The DeWine allies contacted members of the press asking how sure they were that the case of the pregnant 10-year-old even happened. And then there's Jim Jordan, congressman from the beautiful state of Ohio, who accused this story of being made up, called it a hoax. 
you know, everyone from the Wall Street Journal to Fox News to members of Congress were rushing to suggest this 10-year-old rape victim just didn't exist. And they did it so they could mock Joe Biden. They did it so they could mock the concern of people who are terrified that rights have been taken away. Of women who now realize they live in a country where they have fewer rights than their mothers and grandmothers did. Well, let's get to the truth. Because a Columbus man has been charged with impregnating a 10-year-old Ohio girl whose travel to Indiana to seek an abortion led to this international attention after the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, which then activated Ohio's abortion law. His name is Gershon Fuentes. He is 27 years old. His last known address was an apartment on the northwest side of Columbus. He was arrested yesterday after police said he confessed to raping a 10-year-old girl. On at least two occasions, he has now been charged with rape, which is a first degree felony in Ohio. Columbus cops were made aware of the girl's pregnancy through a referral by the Franklin County Children's Services that was made by her mother on June 22nd. On June 30th, the girl underwent a medical abortion in Indianapolis. So, so again, he confessed to police he had raped this child at least twice. And the report states that the child's mother contacted Franklin County Children's Services about her pregnancy on the 22nd of June. On the 22nd of June, friends, Roe v. Wade was still the law of the land. And the organization contacted Columbus Police. There's no date given for when that happened. But on June 24th, two days later, after Dobbs, Ohio Attorney General Yost immediately moved to put the state's extreme abortion ban in effect. Two days later. So again, when, when they told the state she was pregnant, abortion was still legal. Two days later, it was not. So that's why this 10-year-old girl had to go to Indiana to terminate a pregnancy and not have the state force her to carry her rapist child. June 30th. Yost put out a statement today. There was no apology. There was no real correction. He just said we rejoice any time a child rapist is taken off the streets. Uh, Jim Jordan, who tweeted about how it was all a lie after the arrest and confession of the rapist. Jim Jordan deleted the tweet. He didn't apologize. He didn't even acknowledge it. He just looked the other way. Jim Jordan essentially tried to silence a 10 year old girl who was a victim of rape, just like Jim Jordan silenced over 40 students who may have been molested at OSU on his watch. Now, here, here's the deal. You know, because we get caught up in the scandal above the crime, right? This is, this is what Donald Trump does. There's a crime, so he'll throw out a scandal to make us all focus on that. We're all talking about why is it so hard for these evil people to just say, hey, I got it wrong about the 10-year-old girl being raped, and I'm sorry. We know they can't do that. They have no grace. Our friends on the right just can't do it. Because again, it's not about them doubting the story. That's not the crime. Them doubting the story is just the scandal. The crime is that one party is passing laws that force 10-year-old girls to give birth, and one party isn't. If our friends in the Republican Party had their way, and by friends in the Republican Party, I mean everyone we love who votes for Republicans, if they had their way, 10-year-old girl in Ohio would be forced to give birth after being raped by a 27-year-old man. And by the way, at the age of 10, that could likely lead to a girl's death. It is safer to terminate a pregnancy in all 50 states than it is to carry a child to term. That's just how it is. I didn't design the human body. Abortion is safer 
for a woman or a child than childbirth. So everyone who called the story a hoax, they're all on the same side, wanting the state to force raped pregnant children to bear their attacker's child. And that's the real story. Not who called it a hoax, who called it a lie. Look, after the hearing in Dobbs v. Jackson's Women's Health, Clarence Thomas wrote in his opinion that justices should reconsider all of this court's substantive due process precedents, including Griswold, Lawrence, and Obergefell, also known as gay sex, gay marriage, and birth control. We can't stress this enough. Clarence Thomas whose wife was texting Donald Trump's chief of staff throughout the terrorist attack on our Capitol, called for our Supreme Court to revisit legalized contraception, same-sex intimacy, and same-sex marriage. Congressional Democrats are terrified trying to put together any legislation they can that could codify nationwide contraceptive access, that could codify LGBTQ marriage. That could codify parenting rights and, and maybe even uh, go ahead and do interracial marriage. They haven't said they'd get rid of that. One congressman talked about getting rid of it. Would Republicans go along with this? What if they tried to just say, hey, listen, we all agree, right? Contraception. Let's just make sure that's safe. If Democrats in Congress did it, would the Republicans go along? I mean, it's smart for Democrats to do this, right? Because l- let's say the Supreme Court actually does undo gay marriage or does undo contraception. Well, then it, it, this is a way of saying, hey, don't worry, your government's going to keep you safe. Your state legislatures can't take this right away. And if it doesn't work, then at least Democrats have ammo to get people to turn out the vote, right? The bills are still being hammered out by the Democrats on the House Judiciary Committee to specifically address the things Thomas referenced. Uh, Congressman David Cicilline of Rhode Island He said maybe the repeal of the Defense of Marriage Act, that could be a way to codify gay marriage. Deborah Ross from North Carolina said she's seen language around protecting access to contraception. The panel's going to discuss that tomorrow. But Axios did interviews with 20 Senate Republicans, including a lot of moderate ones, asking them, how would you vote on bills that would codify rulings on gay marriage or contraception or even interracial marriage? Because, come on, come on, Republicans in the Senate in the House, you'd make sure interracial marriage couldn't be overturned, right? You'd make sure contraception between consenting adults couldn't be taken away, right? None of the 20 Senate Republicans would answer yes or no. John Thune said, it's hard to say. I haven't looked at him. Rick Scott said, Democrats are grasping at straws. Wouldn't say how he'd vote. Just said, I want to see the bills. Bill Cassidy, senator of Louisiana, called the codification votes incredibly stupid. Josh Hawley, who needs to be in jail, says, I think the premise there is that it's somehow likely the Supreme Court is going to overturn basically their entire substantive due process law. I think the chances of that are approximately zero. The premise here is a false premise, so I wouldn't be inclined to take the bait. They're not going to protect your rights to contraception. The Wall Street Journal's editorial board has published an apology after they cast doubt on the story of the 10-year-old Ohio girl. And I will always give them credit when they apologize. They say, we appreciate our obligation to correct the record on the case, which is a terrible one. And by the way, guys, if you think it's bad that Republicans screamed liar at this true story of a 10-year-old girl impregnated by rape who needed an abortion, let me tell you about what they've done for the parents of 24 children who got slaughtered in a school by a kid with an AR-15. They don't want to do dick about that. They're going to let it happen again. They're going to do everything they can do to make it easy for young men to get their hands on mass kill machines. 
The Uvalde police footage, it needs to be shown everywhere. Never mind the fact that the most terrifying words I've ever heard are the screams of children are edited out. You owe it to yourself to watch the footage just to hear how fast the gun fires. Guys, this is not the Republican Party we grew up with. They're coming for your reproductive rights in all 50 states. They're coming for your safe abortion medication. They're coming for your contraceptive care. And they're coming for your Social Security. Bush tried. They're calling it enlightened entitlements instead of earned benefits. They're coming for your Social Security. The choice this year at the ballot box is simple. You can either have democracy or you can have authoritative fascism. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. John Poveromo is one of our favorite guests. He's a great comic, born in Brooklyn, raised in Jersey, and yet he's still got pretty good manners. Um, you may have seen him on VH1, HLN, Fox News, uh, and here all the time. He has a great show called Dystopia Tonight, where he gets people like John Cleese to come and talk to him. He covers politics and pop culture, and he and I are going to be co-headlining. I can't believe this is happening. Uh, next weekend, Friday, the 22nd of July, and Saturday, the 23rd of July, two shows each night. One at 730, one at 945 at the DC Comedy Loft. For tickets, go to dccomedyloft.com. John Paul Veromo, I can't believe you talked me into this. Welcome back to Sirius XM. <laughs> I can't believe I did either, dude. It got, it's getting closer every day, and I'm just like, is this really happening? Holy shit. And then yeah. you started plugging it, man. So I'm like, this is it. It's official. Yeah, we got to do it. I, I, so I'm, yeah. I'm out there. I'm going to I'm going to sell a lot of tickets between now and then I'm taking a night off of work and I'm really thrilled. I was just doing a spot last night at the strip and working out my uh, my material. Nice. And I'm really I've never played the comedy loft. I've heard how great it is. It's I great thought club. I would go down there a couple years ago and then the world shut down. So I'm so thrilled to finally be. going Yeah. With you. Oh, dude, you're good. We're, it's, I can't wait, man, because it's a first of all, we've never worked together before like this. So it's going to be. I think just a blast on that level, but because it's going to be in DC, you and I in DC at one of my favorite clubs there too. It's, it's going to be amazing. It's gonna be a blast. I should also point out that a friend of the show, Sky Grayson is going to be the MC yes. and uh, Joanne Phelan will be with us as well on the bill. Yep. Yep. Joanne's going to be with us too. It's going to be, it's going to be a so much fun, dude. I'm like, so let me ask you this, man, because you've been doing stand up longer than I have and I am feeling, uh, so I always, so basically like, you know how, like, uh, you know, 
when you're when you're younger, I always just think like, oh man, what is the thing that the next generation is going to have that's going to blow me the fuck away, right? You know what right. I mean? Like like uh, yeah. you know, we had iPhones, so that was kind of cool. Computers in your pocket. Tom and I thought the next yeah. thing was going to be like holograms, you know, or some shit. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is, like a three D thing that I wasn't going to be okay. able to work. I don't think okay. that's it. My thing is, I think it's the 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 next generation is they know how to use it better than we do because they're so fucking comfortable being in front of a cat. Like, so like when I was okay. doing stand up when I was younger, like I had to like, you had to like remind your friends to film you. And it was a hassle. And it was like, they were like aggravated by it. They're like, oh God, all right. Yeah. Let me hold your fucking you camera. To physically come to the club and to yeah. hold a camera at the back of the room and film your set so you could have a video record of what you're. Exactly. Set. Yeah. So they had to do that shit or even photos and shit like that. But I swear to God, man, I'm in the clubs. I'm seeing all these young comics that are coming up. They are so on point when it comes to what's content and what like they all look fucking good as shit man they all have like really great cameras everybody's always filming content for days i feel like that's where i'm falling behind man i am not up on the content game do you feel like do you know do you feel that like it's i i fucking suck at it it really is i I gotta tell you i'm i guess i'm so old i still call it material and art (laughs) rather than content you know i i'm just I, I always wanted to be an artist, not a content provider. Uh, I was trying to go for wit, and they changed it to snark. So I'm the wrong guy to talk about. But let, <laughs> tell me, what what is because during the break you were speaking to me vaguely of your frustrations with social media and generational matters. Um, yeah, you know, you're what's stopping you from just going out and getting a better camera? And, and oh, and I have, oh, dude, I have it all. I'll tell you what it is. I don't have the because you have to teach me how to do it because I'm I'm part Amish. I'm like a Scotch Amish mix. <laughs> you know, it's so funny, dude. I was thinking. About this weekend i'm like oh man i'm gonna be working with john this weekend it's gonna be a lot of fun and i was like he's gonna think it's so obnoxious that i'm gonna be setting up my camp because i really do man i make sure we all have photos and shit like whenever i go out with joanne when we're on the road together man i set up my shit i film the sets in case anybody wants it to post anywhere i'll take pictures of their comics it's like people need it but no one no one's doing it on my behalf Oh, I see. So everyone, I need friends. So you're the only nice person. Everyone else is a dick. That's what you're saying, more or less, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But okay. I don't even think they're dicks. I think they just don't know to do it. Like, like if you watch, I'm telling you, man. If you see these other people, they know immediately. You look good in that light. Do you want me to get your photo? People do not do like, like it's so crazy. And I'll be like, Oh yeah, that'd be really like, no one ever tells me. I like, maybe I just look like shit all the time. I don't fucking know. But like, I guess you're you know, right because I, I guess that means I'm old. I'm just focusing on the quality of my material. Not like, exactly. oh, you know, how's yeah. my hair going to look in the stage lighting for a, for a Instagram. picture? <sighs> yes, absolutely. Dude. I know. And that's the thing. Like I feel the same way. And I feel like, cause you know, the other thing is too, this is just such, this is such an old man rant. I'm so sorry. Nobody wants this I was on here say, right now. Yeah. No, no, please. Let's talk about using leeches for healthcare when you're done. Right, please. <laughs> it you know what? We're already going backwards with Roe versus Wade. Yeah, I, I was going to well say like, you're, you're like angry boomer. Go ahead and rage about, you know, the pill oh, and loose women. Go ahead, please. Yeah. Let me get my full whiteness on. Um, so, but, but the thing is too, is like, you know, you'll see comedians now, right. And I don't begrudge them at all. They're really killing it with the content game, but their material fucking sucks, but they look so crisp and clean. And the, and the, right. like, there's like camera angles when they post on social media, it just looks good. That's I don't true. even care That's that true. the joke sucks. I'm like, Bravo. That's really, really true. You know, it's like all about the presentation, but that's yeah. always been the case with art, really. I mean, you know, there's always going to be flashier packaging for mediocre material. I have to believe that talent and quality will out. I just started a TikTok account. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh. I'm afraid I'm going to catch something on fire. I know that it's, I mean, 
Pal Sparks just tells me that it's just Chinese malware, the entire site. But, yeah. I, you know, everyone I know, every comic I know is doing TikTok, and I don't know how to do it yet, but... Yeah, you know, man. I'm starting and I'm stumbling and I'm, I've, I've put up like a half a dozen or so videos so far. And it's just like this is the new dynamic. This is how it works. We, yeah, you know, you, you have to evolve with the technology or you're going to be like our parents asking you to help with the email. 100 percent. Can I tell you what's caps. refreshing that I just Go learned, ahead. too? I actually now enjoy cropping my clip because, like, you know, w- when we were, you know, uh, doing whatever, like you posted like a full five minute clip. People wanted to see five or 10 minutes. Nobody wants to see anything longer than like a minute, maybe, maybe less than that. I yes. enjoy kind of editing stuff down where because I'm like, oh, it doesn't need context. It doesn't. It needs a laugh. Make sure you, by the way, that's another thing that I feel this like is the most inside be- conversation I've ever had on this show. I know. I'm way. so sorry. I'm, okay. I'm having no. like a lot of like. So uh, what you're saying is you, you, you're not trying to put like a whole bit on social right. media. Is it just just like a quick six second hit with a punchline and a button and a laugh? That's that's what yeah. you're trying to say. That's it. You're trying to just, and show like, them that you're your you know alive. Down. Right, because there's no attention span anymore, and we more or less have the attention span of a, a, a fruit fly that lives one day. That's what you're. Yes, we're all we're yeah. all the guy from Memento, and we can't remember more than an eight <laughs> second stand up routine. It's weird that you say that because my, my material is actually written on my body when I go on stage. So I do lose clothing as the night progresses. So, OK, yeah, that's uh, really, that's just more about micro blogging of- for micro blogging for you. All right, boy, <laughs> you're going to be fun to drive down the D.C. with Jesus. Um, for what it's worth, for what I've seen of your videos, they look great. And what I've seen of your show you. uh, for the folks who don't know, what is dystopia tonight? Dystopia Tonight uh, is um, my own version of a virtual podcast. So it's um, filmed on uh, uh, where you can see everybody. So it's on YouTube. It's also on Apple and Spotify. And it's just basically like, look, we know there's a like the intro is basically an amalgamation of a bunch of shit that's going on currently in the world. Um, you know, California's on fire. Everything is bad. But what are you doing to get through it? How are you surviving? So we kind of just leave all that stuff behind. And I talk to guests for about an hour and we talk about either if they want to talk about current events, that's fine. We just kind of see what they're doing artistically. And and uh, like we just had, um, uh, you know, uh, Scott Hessel from Gin Blossoms on. He's kind of talking nice. about what they did during the pandemic, what they did during lockdown. A lot of people just being creative and, and a lot of fun and trying to get through the the shit that is our current situation, which is dystopic, yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is just, you know, trying to talk each other off ledges and trying yeah. to remind ourselves because they, you know, let's be honest, the people in power want you to despair. I don't mean Joe right. Biden. I mean, the people who own this country want you to be compliant. They want Absolutely. you to despair. They want you to think it's not worth showing up to vote. Uh, they want you to believe that the whole system is completely rigged and it's only going to make you unhappy to try to fight it against the tide. So just accept everything and um, let them strip away rights. Let them make it easier to pollute that's how Mm -hmm. it's always been and i think it's more important than ever to unplug from the news and have a life and get out there and you know go to a museum read a book dance make love to someone play a fucking board game whatever it is you got to feed the other hemisphere of your brain but I, i admire what you do because it does have an eye on the fact that we are all in this together and it's not just oh angry liberals frothing at the mouth for an hour it's actually right. talking about solutions and it's talking about how to maintain your sanity in a world that you know kind of views that yeah. as passe because i feel like i don't know if you feel like this too but i don't think we kind of congratulate ourselves enough for um just everybody i mean like just to keep moving on you know what i mean like there's a lot we're bombarded with so much shit between social media and the regular media and the news outlets and everything that's happening like 24/7 school shootings, the Roe v. Wade stuff, uh, you know, climate change, all that stuff. 
But, you know, I think every now and again, we have to take a breath and go, okay, you know what though? We're raising families We're we're keeping up with our friends, um, you know, keeping up with ourselves for God's sake, you know, making sure we're healthy and stuff like that. I think we need to go like, Hey, good for us. You know, there's a lot of shit going on right now, but we're still yeah. kind of surviving. That's sort of how I felt since the challenger disaster. And it keeps on getting, I mean, what do you got? The Iraq war it keeps getting worse. I mean, well, sure. The pandemic. I mean, having this racist reality show clown become our president and, and yep. just having the looting the treasury. I mean, we just keep seeing these. Look, I'm still mad. I'm still mad about Iran-Contra. I'm still mad that Bill Cosby's yeah. out of jail. You know, it's like there's going yeah. to we're never going to run out of stuff to be outraged about. The, the right. point is, though, you know, are you just raving and making yourself crazy or are you getting riled up for all the good reasons? And that's what I, no, I hear you. what you do. Yeah. What do you I'm I'm a kind of I, I always felt like, you know, I like talking to you a lot and I like coming on here because I really do feel like you kind of have this great kind of um I don't even know what you would call it, but like a center to you. You know what I mean? Where you're like, okay, I could see you being enraged about stuff and I get it, but I feel like something in your nature kind of brings you back to the middle where you can you can process in a way because in, in my is this head you man, asking I, for my dealer's number john is this i kind of am like i'm like what are you my, taking you is my drug dealers because it's all just heavy medication that's all it really is <laughs> is that what it is uh, oh I got yeah that's that. how i find my zen place no no oh, look, man it's it, it no some days it's hard <clears throat> i mean you know some yeah. days it's really really hard to maintain composure some days it's it's hard to care about this country which mm -hmm. seems to just be punching mm. itself in the face over and over again but then right. i remember all of the people who are much better people than me and the comics who are funnier comics and the men who are more upright men than me who fought really hard to give more rights to people who fought for the least of us, who fought for women, for children, for LGBT folks, who fought for African-Americans, who fought for immigrant rights, for First Nations right. rights. I mean, you know, those people, most of them fought and died. And, and, and we get to carry the baton. Right. For the, well, for the let me ask you this. Aside, we, either, we either carry the baton to the next generation who's going to fight injustice or we can watch Kardashians. Those are the options. Yeah. And and Pete Davidson is on there now. So it's a little bit of a bonus for us. Right. Another comic getting on with like a, it's it's weird, man. When do you, like that kind of shit sometimes gives me hope because like, you know what I mean? Because he's she's you know, the Kardashians are pretty hot and he's not. And sometimes I'm just kind of like, what? hey, maybe I got a shot at a you know, at a nice life with a pretty girl. No, I, you know what? Maybe aim a little higher. Say, wow, Arthur Miller was able to land Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> okay, just all right. That's a good yeah, thing. Oh, Pete Davidson was able to ha handle Kim Kardashian. My, John, NASA, <laughs> have you seen the Webb telescope? It is not capable of measuring the fuck I don't give about the Kardashians. It's, <laughs> it's just not powerful enough to measure the size of the fuck I don't give about the Kardashians. Right. Aim higher with your pop right. culture minutiae. Yeah. I'll go with Woody Allen got Diane Keaton. How about that? That's a good, that's a good what reference isn't it she's attractive and, and he's yeah, a ghoul right yeah and mia farrow was was stunning too look oh I mean, yeah mia great, farrow. Yeah, great artistic you know great artistic uh, uh minds have been able to to get uh, amazingly glamorous wonderful women that's nothing new i mean and, and so yeah you're a smart funny guy john i'll i'll talk Thank you through this trust me I, I appreciate it yeah well let me ask you this though because like, i know I, lots of I women who we both... killed the data you're you're a, a, a smart nice guy i mean i don't know if Thank you realize but with America, women have lowered the bar quite a bit for their standards. I mean, I know, I know. God, if, it's if been. I was uh, single. Forget, forget it. <laughs> I'm so because uh, we were both Bernie guys back in the day. You know, I mean, I don't know if we still might be. What do you do? You ever get to a point where, like, how close do you get to going? You know, uh, for me, it was like when Biden was nominated. I was like, okay. Now we got to go centrist Democrat, which I'm not thrilled with. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's a bunch of stuff I wasn't thrilled with that choice. But like what at what point during the primary and stuff like that? Are you like, OK, I want to really focus on 
the values I want and and the progressive ideas I want. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because I know yeah, what you Trump, mean. I mean, when, really... have we, when have we not? When have we not gone with centrist Democrats? I mean, look, the whole thing of it is every time I'm not a Democrat. I've never belonged to a political party, but in every race, right. I always support the po- the candidate yes. whose policies will help the most people and hurt the fewest. Right. It makes it very Same. easy for me. And so then if uh, Sanders and Elizabeth Warren drop out, mm-hmm. I then choose the candidate whose policies will help the most people and hurt the fewest. So right. I had no problem supporting a, a, a Bill Clinton. I had no problem supporting a Barack Obama. I had no problem supporting a Joe Biden. I have varying opinions on all three of these men. And mm-hmm. there's things all three of them did and didn't do that I like or dislike. I've never had a candidate check off all my boxes. But, you know, it's like this is adulthood. It's compromise. We're never going to get our yeah. dream candidate. And, and uh, you know, young people and cult members might need to have someone they can worship, have to have a hero. These are right. public servants. I don't I don't need Joe Biden to to satisfy my need for a strong, perfect daddy figure who can fix everything. Um, no. His policies on cannabis suck and I'll call him out for it. And then I'll, you know, also say the things he's doing that are good. I mean, that's right. it. If you, you show me someone better than Joe Biden and I'll support that guy or that. Sure. Woman. Well, like, that's the thing. It's like, I don't know, you know, at what point, like, are we supposed to acknowledge the fact that, like, maybe we don't get because, you know, what we, we both know what they did to Sanders during the election and all that other shit. I mean, it's been documented in the emails and all that other crap that they kind of brought out there. But I always do? get every what time. Do they, what do they do to him? I mean, look, no, I'm sorry. The oh, you don't think so? Was, well, the DNC didn't do the voting. I'm so, I love Bernie. Not Bernie's the voting. Done show many, Bernie's done this show many times. I fully yeah. don't ever expect the DNC to go for the progressive liberal candidate any more than I expect the RNC uh, to go for the batshit crazy Donald Trump, if you will. But it was right. the voters who chose Hillary Clinton. Uh, it was the voters who chose Joe Biden. Um, it wasn't the DNC. I don't blame Debbie Wasserman Schultz for it. I, I expect the, the, but the, even the, when- the status quo. Not that I blame her for the whole thing or anything like that either, but I mean, I do find it kind of interesting that they seem to devote an awful amount, an awful lot of energy. Again, I mean, I remember during during his second run, during the whole thing, I mean, the CNN scroll on the bottom of the screen during one of the main anchor segments was Bernie Sanders or COVID nineteen can either be stopped, and that was before COVID was even like a problem, obviously at the at the turn point, but it was basically like out there. It said that COVID-19 or Bernie Sanders can either be stopped. That seems like a a very significant message to put in for somebody who's the lead. I do not expect the corporate media to ever cotton to a candidate like Bernie Sanders or Liz Warren. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But again, Bernie Sanders told me to vote for Joe Biden. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Like, I say this all the time. No, at the end of the day, yeah. Angela Davis, Noam Chomsky, Jesse Jackson, they all said vote for Joe Biden. At the end of the day, if I don't get the candidate I want in the nomination, it's fine Mm -hmm. for me. And if they have someone more progressive than Joe Biden in 2024 or 2028, I will enthusiastically support that person. Same. I vote vote against fascism more than I vote for progress because I'm an American. But still, it's it's why even when Biden gets into office, even when a Democrat gets in you right. can't check out that's what it's do you all think about. we're put in that position more than we should be though i mean you know what i mean like do, does it ever seem to you when like is a liberal it, when is a a liberal ever gotten the nomination yeah that's true <laughs> i mean bill clinton looks like a flaming leftist next to bob dole but he yeah. wasn't i mean you know so it this is why progress it takes a long time in this country. And right. I, I have a lot of friends on the left who make themselves crazy over the fact that, you know, we can't get the rest of the country to catch up. But that's not how things happen. Look at Roe v. Wade. Incrementalism, 
They waited 42 years. They took their right. time. They did it. We're all hopping mad if we can't get Medicare for all on day one. And it's, it's yeah. like, it sucks. It's unjust. But it's not how the system worked. Martin Luther King had to go to jail a lot of times before we had the 64 Civil Rights Act. It's, it's struggle. It's progress. And you can either be a part of it or you can check out and not care. That's it. I mean, when we're old, John, we're still yeah. going to be fighting for all this shit. We're still going to yep. be fighting for, for, for the rights of the least of us. We're still going to be fighting for a more decent America. None of this Absolutely. is going to get solved before we die. I mean, some of it will here and there, but mm-hmm. we're still going to you know, be, be pushing jelly up a wall or whatever bad metaphor <laughs> you want to use. So I, I kind of feel like that's the price you pay for empathy. You don't get, yeah. to, you, you don't get to be stupid. That is a lot of it, man. That's a lot of it on our side. And it feels weird saying it and like patting ourselves on the back. But again, like I said, we should be doing that. But it, it, that is a I'm lot of it. Man, because the our, back. I don't need, go ahead. No, I was going to say because of our side is so fucking empathetic half the time. And we care like a lot of that effort. I feel like, you know, while the, while the RNC and those kind of guys can unify and kind of hive mind themselves into one theme, we are kind of debating and hashing stuff out and trying to figure out, what the best course to take is and what's the least damage that's we right. can do. And that's why it takes a lot of time. Meanwhile, these guys are just step mar- goose step in their way through shit. Having said all this, there will be dick jokes. If you come to see me and Mr. Pocomo yes. play oh, yeah. DC next weekend, there will be all kinds of deep, very dirty uh, things to get the whole crowd rolling. It's not all it's my shit's not... relationship based. There we um, go. Yeah. Pocomo, will you stay with me till the top of the hour? Absolutely. Quick break. We'll be right back. We're going to get to all of your calls tonight. We are at 866-997-GRIT. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. John, we got a bunch of people on hold. I want to get to some callers. You want to talk Let's to some Riff Raff with us? Let's Absolutely. Go. Uh, Bruce in California, you've been holding forever. Thank you for your patience. Oh, hi. How's it going, John? Great. How are you? I Hello. I just want to res- I just want to respond to Christina. So, um, John, let me just figure. John, earlier we had a woman from. Uh, 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 oh, where was she from? I'm so sorry, Nevada. Christina, mm-hmm. who was really against abortion, and uh, and very nice, very civil. And we, I thought we had a pretty civil back and forth about what's going on with this case in Ohio and the ten year old girl and all that. Right. Bruce, go ahead. Well, a couple questions I would have asked her. I would have. You know, she said a ten-year-old. Well, so what? What? How about an eleven-year-old or a twelve-year-old? I mean, well, I asked, about a tw- I asked her about a twenty-year-old. I said a twenty-year-old. You'd you'd force the twenty-year-old to bear her rapist child, right? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, she was using trying to tell you that there was some kind of a emergency medical provision. But yeah. 
the point is, first of all, what, I don't think there was any doctors who wanted to take a chance either. Probably. That wasn't, you know. I, I, these, I, I, I love what Dean says. Dean had a, he said, if, if, if you think a 10-year-old girl who is raped and has to carry the baby to term, if that's your religious belief, maybe it's time to change religions. Well, Dean's, let's well, be honest, Dean's yeah. got a real show, okay? Like, I'm, I don't even know how I got here. Dean's a great broadcaster with a decent show that you should listen to. Uh, but he's right. I, I bring it to the Bible all the time, and there is nothing right, in the right. Bible that says the state should force a 10-year-old child to carry her molester's baby, because it's not yeah. there. The Bible's not against abortion. Go ahead and try to criminalize it. Go ahead and make life living hell for these women, especially the poor women. Don't pretend Jesus shares your hang-ups, because Judaism is not against abortion, and that was the religion Jesus identified with the day he died. Exactly. And the, the other thing is, I have maybe a different position than you do. Please. Um, my, well, my position has always been, it's like that, I think I sent you an email about this, it's like the Hank Williams song, uh, Mind Your Own Business, or You Aren't Minding My... I don't... It's not my business to tell anybody what kind of medical procedure they should. That's it. Completely uh, true. That's his, and it's always been that way. I, yeah. That's not my position. I'm not well, going to tell But somebody. that's why they'll, they'll, they'll come out and they'll say, yes, but we're trying to save a life. It's okay to do all this because we have to save a life. And that's what I always go to the – and everyone should do this with your loved ones who want to argue this point. Should the state have the power to take a kidney out of your body and give it to a donor match if they'll die without it? Should the state have the power to take your bone marrow, your blood, out of your body – and give it to someone else who might die because you're the only donor match. That's the question. Should the state be able to take away your control over your own body and make choices with your body because saving another person's life is all that matters? And, and again, a fetus is not a person. But we got to keep, we got, we, we just, we're not going to sway these people, but we will sway the bystanders and we will sway their kids. And we will see women's reproductive health protected in our lifetimes. Well, maybe your lifetime. I'm, I'm 67. I hope I'm you're hoping. right. But, I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Bruce. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great one. Thank you. I mean, John, I, I'm happy whenever anti-abortion people call into the show because I, I'm really fine having the conversation about it. I, I think yeah. we should have it civilly. Um, when they want to call me a baby killer, I just say, motherfucker, my child's 10. I failed at that, okay? I... I Failed at killing babies. He's 10. So try something right. else. I just don't think men have a right to, to, to impose their superstitions on a woman. Yeah. And it's funny. The minute you ask them if they should, uh, masturbation should be outlawed, they like, no pun intended, shrivel up. They're like, no, like, I don't think so. No, that's, that's, that's completely different. And it's like, it's the same fucking myth, buddy. It's the same shit. Mm -hmm. It's all life. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but they, they would say a fertilized egg is a person. This is where the whole, like, life begins a conception, which, again, the Bible doesn't say. Right. But they want to—I mean, if that's the case, then why don't—why is the drinking age 21? Why isn't it 20 years and three months if you were a person as of conception? Right. You don't recognize it. It's all bullshit. It's yep. bullshit to take rights away from people. Absolutely. You know, it's funny. I actually—I was thinking about it because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get a vasectomy. Uh, yeah. And not one of my friends batted an eye. They were like, "That's probably for the best." <laughs> and I was like, "Really? Nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to fight me on that." <laughs> they were like putting on gloves. I was like, "Guys, so funny, so funny." Let me go to David in Nevada. David, welcome. You're on Sirius XM with comedian John Poveromo. Hello. 
Hey. Hey, John. Long time hey. doing your guess. Right hey, on. You know these Bible, all these motherfuckers run around here. See, all you need to do is ask these Bible thumping son of a bitches three questions that claim they're doing God's work. Tell me. Number one, you say, uh, do you believe in God? Of course they'll say yes. Number two, do you believe that God is omnipotent? They'll say yes. Number three, do you believe that all power and creation belong with God? They'll say yes. Then what the hell does he need your help for? Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> right. That's it. What the hell he need your help for? That's my whole argument on if, if your religion really believes that God needs you to kill someone for them, then your religion sucks at religion. You know what I mean? Like God's in charge. And if heaven, by the way, is perfection where we all want to go, uh, why, why are you so worried? The soul's going to go, the soul of this baby, you imagine, uh, is going to go right back where it came from. Look, have your superstitions. Don't get abortions if you don't want them, but don't force poor women to have children they can't afford. God damn it. Yeah. Well, John, it goes to this point. See, you have to remember, this is all about social economics. See, the wealthy has always made sure when their daughters went out here and did their little sneaky-ass shit, you know, getting pregnant, see, you can afford to send your daughter to Switzerland, Finland, right. or whatever, uh, right. send them off to these alleged boarding schools where they get <laughs> their abortions and everything done. See, so you don't have to worry about... Uh, Don't get me started on these Finnish abortion boarding schools, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. So that's that's how that go. And then when we set up here and we look at these so-called six uh, so-called intellectuals, not one of them, if you look at their transcripts, ever had a class or a degree in just say economics. None of them. That's so right. you shouldn't be sitting up here as a Supreme Court judge making certain decisions when it comes to social economics because you don't ding, have ding, a degree ding. in that. David, <laughs> thank two, you so much. Listen, I, I, know, I not, really quick, I got to hit a break really quick, David. All right. Number two, uh, uh, what we got to do as a people, we protest. But as we protest, people set up voter registration and voter verification booths at the same time, and we nice. can go ahead and try to deal with this issue at the ballot. Good luck on that you one, know, because our Republican friends do not want you to be able to register. But go ahead. What's point number three? Yeah. And point number three, it comes down to this. People, we can do this. We can. The January 6th committee has already almost given us what we needed. And if the DOJ... Don't sit here, and we don't have grand jury indictments on a hell of a lot of congressmen and women, as well as some senators, as well as Donald Trump. Right and on. We didn't went to hell in a handbasket. David, I got to run, but I thank you very much for the call. We'll thank be you. right back in just two seconds. This is Sirius XM. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot 
Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I'm John Fugelsang. This is Sirius XM Progress. We're at 866-997-GRIT. Right now, let me get to a couple of calls because some of y'all have been on hold for a very long time. Doug in North Carolina. Wow. Thank you for your patience. Hello. Hey, it's always a pleasure. And I, while I had you on hold there, I was like, you know, playing with my pictures and all that, getting ready for some shows. Hey, can I give my Facebook page a shout out if you don't mind? Your if Facebook not, page? Okay. Yeah, no, shout it out, please. No hard feelings. It's decaying Doug photos. So that's what I've been working on. Photos Duquesne? of decay. Decaying oh, decay. Photos. Say, say decaying. Give, give it to me. The spelling decaying. Yeah. What? Yeah, D E C A Y I N G. Doug D O U G photos. Decaying Doug photos on Facebook. Okay, thanks. I appreciate that. So hopefully I might get you know one new follower. So anyway, <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. Listen, God, I I did not mean to say that. God, that's horrible. I did not mean that at all. Please don't take it that. I, I wasn't offended in the slightest. Uh, okay, I, I was. I, I have self-deprecating humor, so I meant that on me, not on your audience or anything. I like didn't. That. I don't even know what you're apologizing for, but you'd make a fine Catholic. Well, that's how I grew up. No, I right don't on. Believe it. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll go through real quick since I know you got a lot of callers and all that. Uh, Harrison Ford movies, uh, American Graffiti. I think yeah. the first time I've ever seen saw Harrison Ford, that wonderful yep. drag race. Yep. Uh, yeah, and these are like short scenes. Apocalypse Now. And then the briefest scene he was ever in, Bruno. When Bruno tried to interview him. Oh, <laughs> that's like right. He's seconds. in Bruno for like five seconds. He, he yeah, is in Apocalypse. He's in Apocalypse Now for that one scene, and he's great. He's got a, I guess it's more of a small supporting role in the conversation. Uh, by Francis Coppola, which is a, a great performance as well, because uh, he's kind of scary in that one, too. Well, when I was thinking about this, I was like thinking, like, man, what's the most obscure thing with Harrison Ford? So anyway, I mean... That, the most obscure thing from Harrison Ford is more American Graffiti, the sequel. That's the most obscure oh, thing. <laughs> which he, he, he I, I, shows I, I, up... I try, I, try, I try to get that he, out of my memory there. He uh, shows up anyway. in one scene as Bob Falfa, who's now a motorcycle cop, years after American Graffiti. That is his most obscure role, I would guess. You're uh, a hell of a lot smarter. Uh, <laughs> no, just had a lot of free time. More than, more than I am. So <laughs> anyway, but I, I'm, I appreciate you uh, mentioning Teach's birthday today. And, yeah. Uh, and and I, actually, I had the pleasure of talking with him. He was on the Pete Dominic program when he was on Sirius. And oh, yeah? I was able to get Teach to repeat his line from, uh, from Dust to Dawn, the uh, scene in front of the uh, Titty Twister bar there. I don't want to. Be offended, but you know what I'm okay. talking about. Yeah, the Vampire but, Club. Yeah, what was the line? Anyway, 
the various forms of uh, vagina that was available. Oh, God, I got you. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, anyway, okay. <laughs> and he said it. I, I'm like, did you do that? And he went into it. He said the full thing. I'm like, whoa. He's a lovely guy, and he's a very underrated actor. And uh, I, I've, I've, he's never been on this show, but he came on a TV show of mine a couple times. And he's just uh, just, just a great guy. Tommy's done. Tommy Chong has done the show a few times, but she just never. She just, I yeah, she just I mean, I, I, you know, I had every one of her albums. So, um, uh, and one more thing. I want to get your opinion on um, who do you think is going to, like, you know, break first, Giuliani or Meadows? I mean, it was reported like Meadows was pretty much having, like, a nervous breakdown during January yeah. 6th. And you I think Meadows during, breaks first. Meadows breaks first. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine if he was having a breakdown during this time and all this going on and now with this committee. Yeah, I mean, my God. You know, this guy's well, I think, they're, 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 I think they're trying to make Meadows break before the hearings end. I think they would love to get Meadows on video before this all ends because, yeah. you know, Meadows at or, first was or, cooperating and he turned over all those, all the, all the documents, all oh, the definitely. text messages. Yeah, like, I mean, why you quit now? Yeah, well, like, because then Trump got mad at him. And so then he turned around after saying he would cooperate and he turned around and sued the committee because he's so terrified of MAGA and it's too late. Trump's got to cut him yeah, loose. He must, he must really have some deep dirt on him and Lindsey and all that. Uh, but the other know. one is like Giuliani. No, I, th- I don't think there's any deep. I don't think he has any deep dirt. I think they're so terrified of the MAGA army turning on them. That's it. It's just cowardice. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah you're right there. I, I mean, you know, it's definitely a big percentage. And unfortunately, these people care more about their jobs and, you know, you know, the reason they're serving. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, well, I was just thinking about Giuliani. I mean, I mean, my God, he you truck through this guy on their buses like I'm not paying you either. Yeah, you know, I, I you know, I would think he would come out first. But as I said, you know, it's just kind of who knows. Who knows? I mean, look, I've said for a couple of years now, the party doesn't start until Giuliani and Trump turn on each other. If you have popcorn, don't even don't don't worry about Lindsey Graham. It's whenever Rudy and Trump turn on each other, because, you know, Rudy's got stuff on this guy and most likely vice versa. And uh, oh, he was I, he, I can he see these two guys going down in flames. Pardon me? I said he even said it during like an interview. Like I had a like, sure Trump card or something like that. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Listen, John, oh, yeah. always a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate it. And as I said, Thank you. even when I was on hold and all that, and I appreciate you allowing me to give a shout out. So anyway. <laughs> well, so. please. Yeah. One more time. It's it's Decaying Doug on Facebook. Decaying Doug Decaying Photography. Doug, Decaying Doug Photos. And if you see any photos you like, it'll be my pleasure to give you one and I'll pay for the shipping and all that. So, Oh, my God. You're a gentleman. Hey. Thank you so much, Doug. Appreciate it. Take care. Have a good one. Take care to you, 866-997-GRIT. Let me get to one more call. Uh, Todd in Michigan, welcome. You're on SiriusXM. Hi, John. You know, um, the way I interpret the Bible, a woman's body is a, is a beautiful canvas by God, and I think it would be, um, uh, you know, a disfigurement for women to get tattoos. So I think we can kind of slide that in with the Roe v. You know, Wade decision, and we can, you know, we can stop women from getting tattoos. So they don't get, get them all over their bodies, you know. Well, actually, you know, it's kind of funny because um, the Bible does come out against tattoos. You're yeah. not allowed to tattoo the flesh in the Old Testament, yeah. but abortion, not prohibited. Yeah. Not no, once I, I just, in the Jewish Bible. You know, it, it, what, what, where do we stop, John? Telling women what, what they can do. Well, you know, we, 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 we tell them they can't get an abortion. We tell them we can't, they can't get tattoos. They can't do, you know, is it going to, they can't get jobs anymore? 
I mean, but th- there are some men like that. I don't think we'll ever get to that place again. But uh, you know, it's look, just, this has been this. This has always been. This has always been the struggle uh, of of how men are going to treat women in the society. Yes. And it's always been the great struggle in America. There's no women who wrote the Bible. There's no women who wrote our Constitution. So the notion of women having a place at the table when it came to decision making is historically something very, very recent. And look, there's always going to be shitty guys. They just have to be reminders to the rest of us that we have to try harder to make up for it and to celebrate and respect the women that are here. Because I was raised in this world like you. Go ahead. Oh, no. no, And and that's what I'm saying. It's just one of those things where they're going to push, you know, it's, it's, you know, whatever kind of offends them, as you said earlier, is is what we're going to, you know, is what we're going to outlaw, you know, and, and it's just... It's a very dystopian type thing that we're, we're this 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 world that, that that's being created in front of us. I agree. I agree. And, and oh, Harrison Ford's greatest role was not crashing an antique plane that was going to take to a certain death. I think that was his <laughs> his greatest role ever. All right. <laughs> I'm looking for craft, but I'll, he's a fine pilot. He's, he's a yes, very fine yes, pilot. No, I just have for to a guy who's crashed many times, he's a very good pilot. Yes, he's never he's walked away from them all. <laughs> all right, thank you very much. I really appreciate the call. Have a good one.